What's up, everybody? This is Stick to Football Bleach Report's NFL Draft Podcast. I'm Matt Miller, lead NFL draft writer BR, and Poppin' Tops with me tonight is my boy Mello. And speaking of Poppin' Tops, get it done. In a stick to football koozie, by the way, which came in today, and I'm very excited about. These look good. The stickers look good. They're much bigger than the last stickers that we had. The confetti too. stickers that I'm gonna still surprise people and, and ship those out, it, like as a stamp, yeah. I guess. Or we should just have like a draft party when we're up there for New York. Yeah. And after the last pick, boom, one thousand little pieces of confetti. <laughs> I think we might have one thousand pieces of them. We have a busy show uh, this this week because. In the hours leading up to this, A.J. McCarron was declared a free agent, so we're going to talk a lot about that. We're going to fix the New York Jets, a team that might be in the running for A.J. McCarron, and we're going to debut some new segments that hopefully you guys will like. We we try to keep Stick to Football Friday really light and fun. I said a couple weeks ago, I don't know about the rest of you, I've had a shitty week, and this is what's really, like, it gets me through the week. Yeah, it's been a long week. I think for everybody, just coming off, I don't know, the holiday season. It's a tough stretch here. It is. I'm I'm living for spring break. Oh like, yeah. <laughs> everything on my calendar is God, I gotta get to spring break. One more I gotta month. get that week off. Yeah. One more month. Spring break in Nashville is gonna be great. Uh so we're gonna debut a couple new segments. We're gonna give you our top five players that we would give our Valentine's to. And I'm longtime listeners know who is number one on my list. You should no surprise. be able to figure out mine too. Like I think it's yeah. pretty obvious. It should be as well. Uh, we're going to play a little game called Name That Prospect. That's what our new segment we're doing tonight. Uh, and then we'll close it out with just the tip where you fix people's lives. And there were so many of them this oh week. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, you can tell everybody had a long week because we had so many just the tip questions yeah. come in. Uh, but there, there's a, a ton going on. Um, so if you don't want to miss anything now and in the lead up to the draft, this is a draft podcast. Uh, you can download, subscribe on Apple Podcasts. I don't know. I just had like a massive brain hemorrhage. I couldn't even put words together right there. So let's jump into it around the league. Uh, AJ McCarron is a free agent. He won his grievance. Basically, the way that this works is that you argue, hey, I was uh, I was eligible to play that year I was on IR. So it, it should count as a season. I should be a free agent. It's kind of the same thing Teddy Bridgewater is doing right now. And good for McCarron. He won it tonight. He's going to be a free agent. It's like the reverse of a medical red shirt. It's like, exactly. no, I, I was okay. Let yes. it count for my career. Let me go be a, probably a starter somewhere else. I think he'll get a chance. The Browns, I mean, <laughs> they wanted him during the season. They almost gave up a two for him? Is that right? I don't remember now. What they, I think it was a two. The, it two was or like three. higher than what the Niners gave up for Garoppolo. Think about yeah. that shit. Yeah, so it'll be interesting to see what teams are in play for him. And it gives everybody another look at, you know, a quarterback out there. We've all talked about Kirk Cousins. Yeah. And, you know, guys like Teddy Bridgewater, Case Keenum, what are they going to do? So now you throw A.J. McCarron's name in the mix. There's a lot of teams that need a quarterback. So that's him coming available is great for that's all what I was about to do is like run down just the list of teams that need quarterbacks. And it, it's daunting. And free agency is going to change this. But before free agency, teams that need a quarterback, the Cleveland Browns at one, uh, the Broncos, the Jets, you could argue that the Dolphins might. Washington, yep. even though they have Alex Smith, they'll look for a younger guy. That'd be more of a draft thing. Arizona, Buffalo, and there are a lot of teams that need quarterbacks. And then there are teams that just need like the quarterback of the future guy. Jacksonville could even be in play. Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh needs quarterback. Minnesota. Future. Baltimore, Los Angeles Chargers. It's a lot of teams that need a one or one B at the quarterback. Yeah. So and AJ McCarron, regardless of what he has or hasn't done in the NFL, and he's not done much because he's been behind Andy Dalton. He's going to get paid. It's going to be a, a big contract. It's not going to be Garoppolo or anything, but I do think he's going to get a big contract. 
And this is a dude that's, I mean, he's thrown for 920 yards in his career. Six <laughs> touchdowns, two interceptions. So that's you, it. We should look and see how his numbers stack up against Garoppolo. What, what he was able to do in his five games. You know I love looking shit up while we're on the podcast. Yeah, I mean, he's not going to get Jimmy G money, but no. he's going to get starter in the NFL money. So Jimmy's thrown for 2,200 yards, 12 touchdowns, five picks. All right, a little bit better. A little bit better, and he's much better looking. No chest tattoo. <laughs> and, you know, people will pay quarterbacks based on that. I had someone tell me uh, last week that it was like, well, it's the face thing. You can, you can judge a quarterback. A lot of it is based on how good looking they are. Yeah, people used to do it all the time. I remember hearing a story of some random quarterback from like the 60s. And the, I think it was the Jets were like, we're going to draft him because he looks good on a football card. You what can mark him. You can sell jerseys. No, it wasn't. It wasn't Joe. <laughs> yeah, because I mean he, he would too. So best fits for AJ McCarron. There are a lot of them we just ran through. I, I have mine. Uh, you want to go first? Yeah, me to go first. The team that comes to mind for me is Cleveland, just because I know they want him, and he is like he's already in the state of Ohio. Yeah, I would think a team like maybe the Broncos. Yeah, I can see the Broncos because they do want competition for like Paxton Lynch is never going to get it. Yeah, he's it's just so obvious, and right. it's a safe bet. You know, they're going to go after Kirk Cousins. They're recruiting the shit out of him on Twitter. Oh, yeah, everyone They're going to go after Cousins. They're going to go after Keenum. Maybe if you miss out on those two guys, you go after AJ McCarron. So my pick was the Cardinals. Oh, that's a good one. They don't have a quarterback. None yeah. on the roster. Yeah, and they're going to like that big, big body, arm. tall frame. Big and you, arm. Have, you have Fitzgerald coming back. Uh, you, you have David Johnson coming back. There, there's a foundation there and a damn good defense, I think. Right, and you... You can't really afford to wait on that quarterback. At 15, you can't. Yeah. I mean, we saw it last year. And what are they going to trade up? Like, Yeah, they can't. They have nothing. They have too many holes to fill, so they can't use all their picks on one guy. Right. So they're going to have to make a move. And I think McCarron does fit there, or Keenum, either one of them. Yeah. But if you can't get one, you're going to go after I mean, the other. McCarron's young. I mean, he's uh, he's 27 years old. It, you could you could sign him. And it, it like you said, it can be a... It could be a front-loaded deal to where if it doesn't work out, exactly. you can get out of it in two years. Exactly. But why not take that shot? Would you rather have him or Mason Rudolph at pick 15? I Me? might have asked the wrong person. <laughs> yeah, I like Mason Rudolph. So. The look on your face was like, you really fucking asking this question? Uh, yeah, I, I like Mason Rudolph a lot, but I see what you're saying there. Like, A.J. McCarron has at least been in the league, just like we saw with Garoppolo. People really yeah. didn't know what you were getting, but he's been in the league, and you've kind of seen him tested a little bit. So McCarron's going to get some looks. If I'm the GM, I would probably rather take a chance on McCarron being successful yeah. than an unknown quarterback that I'm kind of reaching for. You know what everybody's going to say, though? Is he Mike Glennon? You know, the Bears paid Mike Glennon, but they did the same thing. They front-loaded it. It was basically a two-year deal, and because they drafted a quarterback, their quarterback allotment is still cheap. The Cardinals right. could do the same thing. They could pay McCarron. They could draft someone like Luke Falk in the third round or fourth round and and then get a, an undrafted free agent or another veteran, like a, a backup veteran type, like Chase Daniel or something. Yeah, and when you front load that deal, you're not tied to him. So if it doesn't pan out. Why are we not GMs? This is fucking brilliant. I know. I thought the Browns were going to come knocking on my door, but. They got some guys a little better than <laughs> us instead. So I think, the, I think they're happy with what they got. All right, moving right along. Speaking of hires, the Colts have one. Frank Reich. And it's like official. Like, did he's you see the tweet where they held up the paper? Of yeah, like, this is today's this date. Is today's paper. We actually hired great this guy. troll job. It was, and I think it's a good hire considering they lost better? him. Honestly, I'm not a Josh McDaniel fan. Like he sucked. I'm not now. 
Like whatever he did in Denver did not work. The guy drafted Tebow in the first round. <laughs> He's never able to live that down. Yeah. And I was a Tebow supporter. I'm like, I hope that, you know, he is successful and he does some things. It didn't work. Can I talk? Uh, yeah, of course Go I can. It. My name's on the fucking podcast. <laughs> I, I got carried away last week and said I thought Tim Tebow was fake. And I didn't finish that thought. And I felt guilty about it for a week. I don't think that his like heart and the way he like gives back. I don't think that's fake. I hated the we're not going to lose again stuff, you know, or I'm going to play on a broken leg in high school and I'm going to play on a separated shoulder. I just ah, liked a, him. <laughs> yeah. I love him now. I really do. He was on Fixer Upper last weekend and I was like, damn it, I love Tim Tebow. <laughs> and I saw him at the Super Bowl. I was like, I love, I, I'm sorry. I apologize to Tim Tebow. I was, I ran my mouth and I, I shouldn't have said it. He's not fake. Need to get that guy on the show. Yeah. We might need to get him on the Royals to fucking play first base. Uh, okay. Do you want to do you want to fix the uh, fix the Jets? Yes, this is a segment. You know, we've been putting off the Jets, but I got some intel. I think Connor's done a good job. You guys did your mock draft. Um, I can tell you, I really hope Josh Allen doesn't go number six overall. But <laughs> because you have to this. get a tattoo if he goes top ten. For people who exactly. maybe they've only listened a couple times, we made a bet back in I think November that if and we were drinking obviously because if he goes top ten, you have to get a Natty Light Tramp Stamp tattoo. Yeah. Yep. That's if he goes eleven to thirty-two, I have to get a boulevard tattoo. Yeah, a tattoo that, I already that you've want. already wanted. But <laughs> you know, I'm not against the natty light tattoo. I'm trying to get like my mind around it, and I'm not against it. I think it's gonna look good. There's a you know local tattoo shop that does a really good job here, so I think uh, she can hook me up. I and, think the coloring is gonna be very good. I think it's gonna hurt like hell, but <laughs> yeah. So let's fix these jets. You mentioned quarterback is the biggest need, and the the thing that the domino that starts it is Kirk Cousins. Are they going to get him in free agency? I, I think they have a great pitch. They have 80 million plus in cap space and no one to pay other than Leonard Williams. That's Connor's big note that I'm going to steal from him is, man, they got the money to to really load him up. Yeah. So what I would do is the Jets, if you believe, if you be, like, hey, we, we're a good team. We outplayed expectations this year. Kirk Cousins makes us a playoff contender. You know what I would do? I'd guarantee his fucking contract. All of it? Yep. Uh, you know, honestly, I think they're going to have to do something like that to beat out teams like Denver and even Minnesota. Are they not in play for Kirk Cousins? It depends I on what happens they with Teddy's be, contract. But, you yep. know, uh, yeah, they should do something like that to get Kirk Cousins because they have to fix that quarterback situation. They can't really trade up to get Darnold or Rosen. And the other quarterbacks, even though, you know, you really like them, they're still kind of project guys. They probably need to sit for a year. Yeah. And if the Jets sit at a quarterback for a year, I mean, that's tough. Again, to do it again. Yeah. I mean, you've got a second-round pick sitting on your yeah, bench. Yeah, who's never played a, pre, <laughs> a regular season snap. So quarterback's the biggest thing. Like you said, if, if they don't get Cousins, maybe they go after Tyrod Taylor if he's let go. Maybe they go after Case Keenum. I don't think they would go after A.J. McCarron, but it wouldn't be the, wouldn't I think be the craziest it, thing. Yeah, if they did end up getting McCarron, then I would look for them to take a quarterback. At, at some point probably yeah. within their first two picks, but looking at their free agents, Josh McCown's a free agent. He played great for them this last year. He's also a future quarterbacks coach. Like if you've ever spent a minute around this right. dude, he's going to be a hell of a coach. I would, I would hold on to him. I would try to make it worth this time, come back for a year and then maybe, you know, pull the Kellen Moore and transition yeah, to yeah, coaching right world. into the coach. Uh, so they, but they don't have many big free agents. Uh, Mo Claiborne at corner, which he's like a you know dude you give yeah. a one year deal to again. Right, Demario Davis, uh, who who has played well and is a good leader for them. Austin Severian Jenkins, who great comeback story. He's clean had now. Had a solid year. Had a solid year, and then Coney Ely, who's a really good rotational defensive end. 
those are all cheap guys. You can load up to get Kirk Cousins. That's what they what they need to do. Uh, I see here you have, you know, what if you don't get Kirk? I, I do think if free agency is the route that they go. And, and I would imagine that Josh McCown's probably okay with that. Your next note, what do they do at running back? Right, because they they got to get some weapons on that offense. Yeah. And honestly, like Saquon's probably going to fall there. I don't know if I like that pick for the Jets there. Just because this running back class is really so deep. And they have a lot of holes to fill. I would rather take a guy like Ward at number six. Yeah. Even though that means Saquon's falling to somebody else. But so I would rather sure up that those corners. Like a corner like Denzel Ward from Ohio State who's going to run and very, very well. Uh, I'm tripped up because I don't think Saquon makes it. You don't think he makes it I have it a mock six? draft coming out Friday morning, scouting mm-hmm. notebook, two to the Giants. Now, if he goes two to the Giants, the Jets could be in play for one of those quarterbacks. Right? It, it's weird how one pick changes everything. But if he goes there and Chubb goes three to the Colts, the Browns mm-hmm. are going to take another one at four. No, they'll take Minka. So the Broncos would take Rosen at five, and the Jets could take Allen at six. <laughs> you're going to take two. <laughs> I think or the Broncos could take Allen. Purpose. The Broncos could take <laughs> Allen at five. And the Jets could take Rosen at six. Yeah, the Dolphins or Baker. You know, I mean, there's, uh, yeah, 11, please let him go. Yeah, there are a lot of options for the Jets. There's a lot of scenarios that it's, we're trying to do these fix the segments, you know, and spread them out before the draft. We really need to do them after free agency because so much is going to change. So, right. Yeah. And you have here center. What are they going to do at center? I would love to see them draft Daniels, James Daniels from Iowa in the second round. They have two picks in round two, 37 and 49. If he's there at 37, but that's, that's a damn good pick. Right, and you guys had the centers going high. So on my notes, I thought maybe Price in the second or Ragno or Daniels, any of those guys, because yeah. the interior linemen in this class are solid. I think you are more accurate on Price to the NFL than we are. I think I or than I am. I really like him, so I've right, I'm yeah. probably overrating his value. Uh, the other big note you had here, fixing the corner position, I'm right there with you. It's my top need for them outside of quarterback. But if you draft Denzel Ward, you're fine. Another option, we talked about how much money they have in free agency. What if you sign Tremaine Johnson? He's going to be a free agent. He and fits pair him them. with those young safeties that can Ooh. help out. That would be a scary secondary. It would be a physical, mean, aggressive secondary. So yeah, I, it would be like be Seattle. Out. Yes, it, it would be. Just be. like Seattle. So corner is a big spot. If they, if it's not Denzel Ward in round one, it might be someone like Isaiah Oliver or Mike Hughes or Gerald mm-hmm. Alexander in round two. Hughes and Alexander are a little bit smaller, and I think they both come with question marks. Hughes is off the field. He got... You know, kicked out of North Carolina, ended up going to Garden City Community College, I, I believe, as he went to GCC, which is near us, and then had a great year at, at UCF. Jay Alexander was just hurt all year at Louisville. Right, and so you'll have to see what he can do at the Combine. Yeah, and then uh, do they trade up was another one of your notes. They have the ammo. They have, like I said, they have 37 and 49 and 6. You could move yeah, up. So if, if they to. don't get Cousins... Because he goes to a team but like would Denver. would you for any quarterback this year? I wouldn't. See, I wouldn't. I wouldn't either. I don't um, like... I. I, I wouldn't even trade up for Darnold or Rosen. No. And I've I would just started, see what fell to me. As you know, because you're helping me do this, I've started grading players, and none of the quarterbacks have a grade that's like golf or wins. I think Darnold right. will be really close to the Trubisky. Like, I, I think they're great. Not that they're anything like... Yeah, yeah, players, but they'll but just fall in that They'll same grade area. out very similarly. So that's the that's the way I have the Jets shaken out. I'm going to do a quick mock draft. Assuming they get Kirk Cousins. Let's just make these fans happy. Let's give them Kirk Cousins. Assuming they get Kirk Cousins. I would go Ward at six. I would go Ward at six as well. And then 37, you're going to go Billy Price? I'd go Price or Sony Michelle. I think we can get Price at 47. And, man, Ronald. Michelle might be there at 49. I I think that's possible. Just because people don't like running back. And he's probably going to be in that 
fourth running back category. Yep. So if you don't get Sony Michelle, there's still Geist Geist. Is gonna go. Ronald Jones is going to go. Mm-hmm. So then probably guys, they come back around at pick 72. Uh, I, I would actually love to see them get a pass rusher at this spot, which I, this pass rusher class is ended up being weird. This is not a great. It looked like it was going to be fantastic. Yes. And it has really just fallen off. Yeah. So uh, Arden key might be around. <laughs> right. Or <laughs> Jeff Holland doesn't... from Auburn would be, I think a good stand-up pass rusher for them. Uh, Chad Thomas from Miami would be another one. Yeah, man, Arden Key, that's hit combine's very, very important for him. Uchenna Nuoso from USC would be a good one. Yeah, he's a guy that could fall because he is kind of undersized. Well, yeah. lengthwise, height-wise, not arm length. Who's your pick for them? What do you think? I like Uchenna. That's where I was going to go, too. So, like, we're on the same page. And then we come back to 103. Man, I, I, I know people love this wide receiver core. I would I would look at a wide receiver like Deshaun Hamilton here just to keep adding to it. Like, it oh, is yeah. good, but these yeah, guys yeah. are going to be free agents soon. And I love Hamilton. Like, yep. he was one of the most impressive guys for me at the Senior Bowl. Yes, his route running. If he There's some drops on tape, but, man, yeah, yeah. he could shore up some of that route running. Uh, I think offensive tackle is an area they keep adding. They pick, again, at 148. Uh, the tackle class, you're probably looking at someone like Nick Gates from Nebraska, Brett Toth from Army, who has a two-year commitment. Yeah. They, could, they could maybe wait on that, though, because they they have some guys. It's not an immediate need. And he's another guy that looked solid at the Senior Bowl. Looked very solid at the Senior Bowl. He really did. And who knows? Maybe he... Woody Johnson's the ambassador to the U.K. for Trump. Maybe he can get him out of there. <laughs> yeah. That's gonna be, I'm going to do it. I'm going to pick Brett Toth. And then their last pick is 165 because they're not projected to have any comp picks. As of right now, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna go nuts on the table here. DJ Reed from K State, he might a good, he might corner. rise. I think he's and he's a great return man, so, right? And special teams guy yep. all around. Yep. So uh, this is you know okay if they don't get Tremaine Johnson, this is what we would do: drafting two corners out of seven picks. And you know they'll do it. They took two safeties <laughs> yeah, right? last year. Boom, you boom. know they'll take yeah, two they corners. Don't care. All right, I would as a Jets fan, I would actually feel great about that draft. If you get Kirk Cousins, Denzel Ward, Billy Price, Sonny Michelle, Uchenna Nuoso. Deshaun Hamilton, Brett Toth, and DJ Reed might be a Jets fan. You should wear your Jets hoodie tonight. I know. I was going to, but it got a little dirty the last time (laughs) I wore it. All right. We told you off the top we're going to debut some new segments this week and next week. We we brainstormed Monday night before we watched The Bachelor. And kind of during. (laughs) Sentences I never thought I would say. And came up with some new segments just to keep things fresh, you know? Keep a little excitement in this relationship that we have with you guys. And I like this one. It's it's a good spin on things where we still get to talk about football. We're kind of getting away from that. We're trying to until the draft. We're going to try to give you guys a little more football. Most of the new segments are football related. At least maybe they allow us to go off and, you know, like we normally do and end up talking about random shit. The first one we're going to, the first segment today's segment is name that prospect. Yeah. Which is a good one. So we're going to give you some topics, each other, like what conference does a player play in? Yep. Uh, a note about the player, his position, uh, NFL comp, and then we'll guess and see if we can get it right. And you guys can play along at home or in your car. Uh, you can yell at the road and you're, you're an idiot. It's, it's fucking Jared Goff, obviously. Um, that's what we want you guys to do. And you can also submit if you want to. That's the template conference, a note about the player, their position and their player comparison. You can tweet them to us and we'll try to guess and have some fun with it. So uh, I'm going to go first. Okay. I'm going to make you guess. Okay. All right. All right here we go. go. So conference ACC. Okay. All right. My note, he was the top ranked senior in the country in August draft draft wise. My top ranked the top senior. Top ranked senior. Yes. Cool. Plays defensive end. 
and the comparison is Bruce Irvin. Okay, so I don't think it's Chubb because you said top-ranked senior in August, and he kind of came on late. But I feel like that's where you were leading me to go was Chubb. But it's that guy from B.C., Landry? Harold Landry. It's yeah. Harold Landry. Nice. Nice yeah. work. Harold Landry was my top-ranked senior headed into this season. It yeah. Is. And still a good, solid yeah. pass rusher. He's he's kind of falling down the board, but... I think he'll come back up now that he's... He got hurt. I think he'll come back up combine time. Okay. So that, worked, that went well. So now people kind of see how it works. Yeah. I I like mine. I think I did pretty well on this. I went SEC conference. Okay. okay? The note about this player is that he got his playing time because the running back in front of him got injured. He is obviously a running back, and my comp for him is going to be Marshawn Lynch. So this dude started getting carries because somebody else got hurt. He's an SEC running back. Okay, I may have cheated. I looked at a list of running backs. Is that cheating? No, go for it. Daryl Williams, LSU. No. No? No. Is it Geis? No. (laughs) Who the fuck is it then? (laughs) Try again. (laughs) SEC, SEC running people back. People are yelling at their, uh, like, they're jogging right now. Started getting carries because of a running back in front of him got injured. Oh, um, Carry on Johnson? Nope. Jesus again. Christ. It's also not Sony Michelle. It's Nick Chubb because Todd Gurley got hurt. Oh, shit. Insert freshman running back. Jesus. Nick Chubb. That's is dirty. The running back. That's so dirty. Yeah. Okay. All right. One point for Mello. <laughs> you win this round. <laughs> I was very proud of that one. I was like, you know, because you could say Geis. Because Fournette got injured and that, Geis started to get killed. And I thought, okay, well, Geis got hurt. So it's going to be Daryl Williams. Who is a bigger back? Yep. Damn. And we should say bartender Dan is out sick this week. Normally he'll be in here with us uh, playing this game. This is, I think, his idea, right? Or he's taking credit for it, something like that. You know, a lot gets lost when we start Throwing ideas out. Workshopping these things, as you've seen on some of our group messages that we have for this show. Yeah. Uh, I do believe, we'll give him credit for this one. I think this is his baby. Man, when I read your notes, I thought maybe that was Bo Scarborough. But no one got hurt. Yeah, like, yeah. So going SEC running back was kind of unfair because there's... Well, I just named seven of them. Massive (laughs) amount of them. I named every (laughs) SEC running back, except for Sony Michelle, which was the one that... It sounded so much like Alvin Kamara at first, oh, like yeah. last year. I was like, does he know it's this year's? And then you said Marshawn uh, Lynch. Yeah. It's like, no, that wasn't it. Damn, you did great. That's that fun. was good. Like that, that was though. fun, man. We need to, it'll be fun next week when we have three of those to, to do. All right, let's do top fives. This is a, an old standby, one we do every week. And I don't, I can't imagine it's going to go away because we have too much fun with it. Yeah. We are attempting to keep it football related. What was last week's top five? I don't remember. That's a good question. I'm sure it wasn't football related. <laughs> Last week's top five. Yeah, it was. Uh, quarterbacks, quarterbacks that we oh, hated. Oh, quarterbacks that we hated. Thank you, Cole. Yeah, yeah. Cole, but hey, idiots. Uh, so this uh, one's interesting. We're going to do, we're going to keep it in the spirit of Valentine's. I know we're a couple days late, but that's all right because we're guys and that's what we do. We don't prepare for Valentine's Day. We see on the calendar that it's February 13th. And then we say, oh shit, let's get by something the way, going. I had to go to, uh, we live in the Midwest. So if you have to buy groceries, you go to Walmart. <laughs> and I was, I was getting my, I was getting my son on the 13th and I would keep him until the morning of the 15th. So I needed to go buy groceries for us. I rolled into Walmart at four o'clock on the 13th. I think every dude in Joplin was there it, buying yes. flowers. Buy flowers from Walmart one is a little sketchy. I get it. It's like, Ooh, 25 bucks. You get a base. <laughs> I looked at them. I thought about buying some for my daughter. They're it's not like, bad. This is the easiest shit ever. Yeah. 
Did you get your, your daughter's Valentine's Day present? Yeah, I got them flowers from Walmart. <laughs> That's the way to do it, man. And they're young enough. They don't care. No, they don't give a shit. You try pulling that it. shit with like a girlfriend, not a wife, a girlfriend, Camping maybe on the that's couch. where I went wrong. <laughs> maybe that. Maybe just the so. tip. Just the don't, tip. don't buy <laughs> your wife or significant other Valentine's present flowers from Walmart. I think maybe like ten years in you could do it. Like or like our parents have been married like thirty six years. I think if Dad did it now, Mom would just be like, "Oh, he bought me flowers." She doesn't give a shit where they come from. Mom's trick though. Another just the tip. <laughs> Message your husband and say, "Oh, this other lady in the office got flowers." Be passive aggressive. Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. guys love it when you do that, ladies. Yeah, be passive aggressive. Right. So our five players we're getting our valentines to. So not not our five best prospects. Exactly. Just prospects that we love. So let's go five through one. My number five, Josh Allen. I don't think this is a shocker. It, the only thing that shocks people is that he's at number five. Well, I have him ranked as my number three quarterback. So okay. I think that's that was my logic was I do like I yeah, like Josh loved a lot since for like a year now. You yeah, guys for quite yeah. a fling. We have a thing. This might be my longest relationship. <laughs> yeah, I've been friends with Josh Allen longer than my first marriage. <laughs> okay, I don't know if Josh Allen listens to our podcast or not, but if he does, he's creeped out. Like you're talking about how much you love him, <laughs> and I'm gonna get a tattoo because of him. Like we're gonna have a restraining order before April comes around. If he listens, he was obviously cool with it because he was cool and mobile about it. Yeah, he was. Let's ask him and Indy. Let's just say, hey, yeah. man. Uh, been trying not to bother him about the, with the tattoo talk because he's a little busy right now. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, another guy for me, number five, is a mobile guy that really stood out. And he probably wouldn't have made my top 20 players that I love until we went to the Senior Bowl because mine is James Washington. I loved what he did as a junior and, you know, honestly, freshman, sophomore, junior. I yeah. loved him. Uh, I thought he kind of had a disappointing senior year, even though he's like the Bolitnikoff winner. And I dropped him. I didn't think he was going to have that great of a year. Comes out in Mobile and just balls out. Separates from corners. Gets off the jam. He can go deep. He can go intermediate. So number five for me is James Washington. Ooh, that's a good one. And he he was a guy that I, I've said before, I made fun of him the whole way to Mobile. And then we yeah, got there. You and called like, him fat. I said he was the second best receiver on his team. Yep, we're dumb sometimes. <laughs> sometimes we, as people do, you get carried away with your shtick a little bit and and it, you call Tim Tebow fake, you know, you get yeah. carried away. Number four for me, a name that when I first talked about this prospect on the podcast, you went, who? Well, Leighton yeah. Vander Esch from Boise State, basically Brian Erlacher. Yeah, a linebacker from Boise linebacker State. Linebacker Boise State. I love this guy, and I, I don't know if that's a widely shared opinion in the like the draft Twitter universe. I think he's going to go top 20. He's that say, smart. Like, where do you Former have walk-on. I have him ranked at number, let me look. And I think he number mocked 21. him in the first round. I did. And in the, the mock draft that comes out Friday morning, he's even higher because I, I watched some more tape. And I think he's more effective as a blitzer than I was giving him credit for. And he's he's still learning. You know, he's still figuring it out. But he's you know, he's 240 pounds, and he's going to run a 4.6. So I'll take that. Yeah, another athletic linebacker for me. Uh, maybe I'll do him on one of our Name That Prospects because SEC also has a shit ton of yeah, linebackers. Just, an, an Alabama linebacker. <laughs> yeah, Alabama linebacker here for me. Rashawn Evans. I really like Evans. I think I even said at one point, I thought he was better than Reuben Foster. Like he makes a lot of plays. He's so athletic. Well, he's not getting arrested. Yeah. He diagnoses the run well. I think he's a guy that's probably going to still get into that first round area, but just makes plays all over the field. It makes me nervous that he's from Alabama, but I love to watch him play. Yeah. He could be like CJ Mosley where he's not, exactly. he doesn't get the, the ton of hype coming out. 
and he's probably drafted in the middle of the first round, and he's just fucking awesome. Yeah, just a Pro Bowl linebacker yep. for years just to come. quietly. So we both have linebackers at number four. Number three, Billy Price, interior offensive lineman from Ohio State. He was my first draft crush this year. Over the summer, just watching a guy, and it was like, oh, man, he's mean. He's physical. He's a great leader. He's a freak in terms of strength. I think he's the best center in the draft, and this is, as we talked about before, a really good one with James Daniels and Frank Ragno. I think Billy Price is the dude. Yeah, I was breaking down some JT Barrett film today, which, oh boy, that was exciting. <laughs> but Billy Price is a guy that just, he takes your eyes. You have yep. to watch him and what he does. So I definitely get the hype there. And I love that he can play center and guard. Yeah, played right guard until this year. So very yeah. versatile. And you talked about he was the first guy that you kind of fell in love with this year. My next guy, Josh Jackson, is the same guy for me. When we went yeah. and saw Josh Allen play in Iowa, I circled number 15 on the Iowa roster. And I was like, who is this kid? And then I realized he's only a junior. So I didn't really give him much attention after that until the dude just started ball hawking everything. Yes. Three so, picks against Ohio State. To give you credit, you were the first person this year who really talked him up. And you were like, this kid might be the best corner in the country. And I mean, as far as best college corner, he was. Yeah, I mean, he's solid. I think he's right up there with Ward. I would say he can't be yeah, he, lower just, than number two corner. No, he's just a little bigger than Ward. And yeah. so he's not as fast, but he is a damn good player. And fun fact, he's the guest on next week's uh, midweek podcast with Connor and I. And we we recorded it last week. We had a lot of fun with him. We got him to curse. There you go. Twice. It was <laughs> yeah. great. So he's one of us. Number two, Saquon Barkley. Duh. Uh yeah, it's obvious. I love this kid. Best running back I've ever evaluated. Best player in the class this year. Uh, a guy I've written a feature on this year, so I got a chance to talk to him, talk to his coaches and his teammates. Just you just love the kid. I mean, if, if he misses, if he busts, then I, I'll be shocked. I, uh, I thought you were going to lay down a bet no, or something. No, I'm, I got enough of those out there. I can't remember <laughs> all of them. But it's just far as a guy being a safe prospect, I remember thinking that, if Andrew Luck stays healthy, there's no way he's not a top five quarterback. Right. And it didn't I, happen, but yeah, he got hurt. I, I feel that way about Saquon. If he stays healthy, there's no way he's not a top five running back. Yeah, I'm kind of with you. I'm not as big on Saquon just because I want to see a guy run with power. And I've said that before, but he is a safe pick. Like his floor is Christian McCaffrey. Like yeah. who had like 90 catches this year. Yeah, it really like, is. He is elite in the past game. His floor might be Matt Forte. Oh, yeah. Like yeah. peak Matt yeah, Forte. I like that. Yeah. Uh, my guy is the who I think is the best prospect in the entire draft. I think he is the generational talent, but it's another Alabama guy, and it worries me. I love watching Minka Fitzpatrick. Oh, yes. He is one of the most dominating defenders I've ever seen play. This dude plays corner. He plays free safety, but they also play him in the box, and he looks like a linebacker. He will come up and hit you in the mouth just like guys like Reuben Foster were last year. And you can't tell the difference. He's thick. He's got a big frame, but he's also quick enough that he started at Alabama at corner. Like you can't just show up to college and start at Alabama. It's not Texas. Yeah, you just, yeah. You don't just show up. <laughs> That's a special thing. And then they moved him to free safety because because of injuries. And he excelled there. Like I think he is generational talent. He's one of the best safeties I've seen probably since Earl Thomas. I remember you messaging me and you were saying like, when you first start watching him, you're like, man, I think Minka could play corner. He's smart enough. He's fluid enough. And then you were like, man, I think Minka could play like single high. And then later that night, you're like, I think Minka could play nickel linebacker. It's like, yeah, yeah I think this he dude could, could play probably everywhere. rush in. Like, yeah, put 20 pounds on him. Yeah, I know. He blitzes really well off the corner. He's he's my number two, I think, prospect in the draft. The one thing you didn't mention, which, you know, you don't 
get in and talk to a lot of these scouts and coaches and stuff, his football IQ and character, it's like Jamal Adams yeah, it's, or Jalen Ramsey. I mean, it's off the charts good. And he's probably a mix between those two in terms of what type of player he could be. Yeah, because he would be Jalen Ramsey at corner or Jamal Adams at safety. Like, I'm pretty happy he, I that. think he's special. Yeah, I, that's a great one. Number one, no shocker, I would give this guy flowers, Dimitri Flowers. <laughs> Love the yeah. kid. He knows it. He knows he, he, that that's my man crush. Yeah. And he plays at Oklahoma. So it takes a lot for this Texas fan to be willing. We've talked before. Someone asked us that just the tip, like, could you date an Oklahoma fan? I don't think I could, but I could have a, my draft crush can be an Oklahoma fullback. Yeah, there you go. I love him too. Like, it's hard for me to say that because I'm obviously very biased towards all those big 12 guys, but I love him too. I think he is one of the best fullback prospects. I mean, you could play him in the backfield. At running back, yeah. he catches the ball so well, and he's like 6'2". He can play, play him at H-back, yeah. yeah. Good, solid pick there. I'm going to keep it in the Big 12 because a guy for me might go undrafted, which will piss me off if he does, <laughs> but I love watching Puna Ford play. I just think he's a solid guy. He's going to have a long NFL career. I love his name. I love just he's kind of a gritty player. Just goes in, gets his job done. Unheralded. Yeah, so productive at Texas. Moved all over, played defensive end, played nose tackle, played D tackle, can do it all. I want to see this dude have a successful career. Yeah, I'm with you. I also love that he's our height. Yeah. Which yeah. It's like, oh, that, yeah. Like, I don't know what he measured in at, at the senior bowl, but he's 5'11. Yeah, I think he measured in at like, you know, 5'11 and a little bit of change. I can look it up. Yeah, but I, he is just a bowling ball. I actually had someone tell me this week, they were like, you're not that tall. And I was like, no, I'm actually. I'm, I am like almost 5'11". And they're like, yeah. no, 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 you're not. I'm like, no, <laughs> I swear to God I am. And yeah, Puna Ford's height would be a, a good indicator of exactly how tall we are. He came in at 5'11 and 5'8". So he's a little taller than us. Yeah. Maybe like half an inch. Yeah. And, and he's got a solid 90 pounds on me. <laughs> what do you weigh in at? 306. Three, yeah, that's a big man. <laughs> Strong leverage, big base. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's a, he's a nose tackle. He's an old school nose tackle. It's like Casey Hampton. There's an old old name for you, another Texas, old Texas player. Guy. I, I definitely do love everything that the Puna Ford brings to the table. And it's awesome that both of our number ones are like guys that aren't getting a ton of pub. Right. Yeah. They're both gonna go if they are drafted, they're both gonna go day three. Because Puna oh, didn't yeah. even get a combine oh, yeah, invite. For sure. yeah. And Flowers is a fullback. So I love it. I can't wait. Next week's top five is going to be a lot of fun. And next week, our new segment we're going to debut, it's called Boom Roasted. And it's basically <laughs> where Mello and Dan make fun of me for missing on players. Yeah, because that's, that's all Twitter whole, wants to do. That's, that's the whole <laughs> segment. If they're not asking you questions, they're just giving you shit about players that you missed on. Uh, so we're just going to make fun of it and tell I'm everybody here. who you missed. I'm like, here for it. I own it. I've missed on players. So I'm just going to have fun with it. Yeah, I'm going to have to dig deep on that one. The first one should be Trent Richardson. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> That's that's a no-brainer, Trent yeah. Richardson. You guys don't put reports out, so I can't. Or rankings. You do reports. You don't do rankings. So I can't be exactly. like. Dan did. The only article Dan ever wrote for Bleach <laughs> Report was how Andrew Luck was overrated. Ooh, we should do embarrassing Dan stories. He's not here. Oh, those, that is the best. <laughs> we need to think about some embarrassing yeah, Dan stories. <laughs> Definitely do that. Uh, let's play a little game called Just the Tip. Just to see how it feels. We are going to play a little game called Just the Tip. Wedding Crashers, thank you. I was, I've was i been thinking of that line all night. So there were a couple of times uh, I started to trip up right before top fives. And it's because I started to lead into Just the Tip. <laughs> you was, wanted it so bad. I was a little over anxious. Try to try to get in there a little early on, yeah. on the Just the Tip. I had to pull back a little bit and not give you the whole thing. 
We are going to do just a tip this week, and we're going to start it off with one from our own Connor J. Rogers, because when we were in Mobile, and we talked about this on Twitter, Connor had the brilliant idea of on a Saturday, dude goes to Chick-fil-A and gets two orders. So if he wanted to, he has it for Sunday. And this started because I tweeted Sunday morning, my son, who's four, wanted Chick-fil-A. He's like, hey, Dad, can we go to Chick-fil-A? Want some nuggets? No, man, they're closed today. And so I tweeted a joke, like, how am I going to explain to my kid that Chick-fil-A is closed on Sunday? People predictably took that poorly and started shitting on me on Twitter. (laughs) And Connor was like, no, you just go on Saturday and get two. There's also, I think, one Chick-fil-A on the island of Manhattan. So you got a game plan. Yeah, but that's a good one. And you're going to see more just the tips from us uh, on Twitter. You can look for those because we're not going to hold back. If we got a tip for you, we're going to give it to you. So look for that. Make sure you're following the Stick to Football family, uh, Matt and myself, Connor, Dan, Whiskey Dan, uh, all Kennedy. of us. Yep. There is a girl in the family. A uh, girl. <laughs> uh, it's, yeah, that's yeah. yeah. <laughs> first, That's a good one, though. First real just a tip this week. Uh, he wants advice. He's trying to be an amateur scout. This is at Jake Rummy. Where can he find film, and what does he need to watch for? He's just getting into the game, so what does he need to do? I'll throw this one to you because this is what you know, and this is what you do, and it's definitely better than myself. So I get people asking me all the time, where can I get coaches film? And you can't. Someone said this week, well, it's the easiest place to get coaches film, and I said steal an iPad from a scout. (laughs) That's the easiest way. And cut his finger off uh, because you have to, you know, everything's touch anyway. Or my phone that won't open to show us the timer with my face ID. Uh, so because you don't work for an NFL team or ESPN, there's draftbreakdown.com. They do a great job. Yep. YouTube, like you can just, uh, this is what I tell you guys to do a lot because you're not in office with me is just search. Like you were breaking down quarterbacks today. You could have searched JT Barrett versus Iowa on YouTube exactly. and probably got a full game or even just his cutups. Yeah. And you can find just the cutups. It's great. Yep. Draft breakdown was really good before about getting film out there. That was just his relevant place. So you don't have to watch like JT bear hand the ball yep. off. That's a good spot. That's what I use. I just go to YouTube, type in the player that I want to see. Yeah. Watch him play. I heard Daniel Jeremiah say this once uh, of NFL network and it's brilliant. And he said that one thing you can do, it's like a hundred bucks. You can sign up for NFL game pass and it'll give you NFL film which isn't college film, but if you're just trying to yeah. get comfortable scouting and want to get used to watching all 22, it's a worthy investment, pay the hundred bucks and just write reports on NFL guys. I mean, it's all the reports that we used to write for NFL 1000 are the same as the reports we write covering the draft scouting, scouting, Yep. no matter the level you're doing it. So at Jake Rummy, that's the, the best advice I can give you, man. Next one, flow grown sports. People say there's more to life than football and beer. <laughs> How do we tell them that they're wrong? I think, I, food, steak. See, for me, I just say don't even associate with those people. If oh. they don't get you that you like football and beer, just forget about them. I don't care who it is, even if it's your mom. Just forget yeah, about just it. Sorry, mom. Yeah, we don't need to talk about that. There's nothing else besides football and beer. My my thing is if you, and this applies to a lot of things, if you have like those lifelong friends or whatever, one, I don't know how you're still friends, like you need to throw a tailgate or a great party. You need to throw like a watch party. And have a have a barbecue, bunch of beer, and make it a social event, and, and get people involved that way. People, if they don't like football, fantasy football is a great way to do it. Betting on games is a great way to do it. I mean, I know this. We are all about football and beer, and you know, also baseball too, which is what I'll go to. We went to Kansas City and tailgated, and a bunch of people brought their significant others. 
now we can't even get away for a boys trip because every girl we know wants to go too. It's too much fun. So there might be more to football and beer and it's baseball. It's baseball uh, and yeah. tailgating. Okay. Let me throw one at you. Our boy at Richard Royal. How would you describe Braxton Berrios without using white speak cliches like <laughs> gritty coach on the field, uh-huh. high uh, motor, uh, quicker than fast, deceptively athletic, Gosh, I don't even know how you can do it. He's all of those things. Slot receiver. Slot receiver is the only thing that I can think of. Like, oh, he's undersized, quick, uh, shifty. <laughs> yeah, shifty. But even then, you get Ooh, into that, and that's. I think I got it. Undersized slot receiver with a lot of juice, and he mm-hmm. sacrifices his body to make tough catches. Yeah, that is him to a T. That's tee. it? Is that all you can say without saying white boy supreme? Yeah. Can you even say New England Patriots without people being no, like, oh, no, he's white. Yeah, no, he's white. Yeah. yeah. Although Brandon yeah. Cooks is changing that. Kind of. Uh, yeah. You know, the Cowboys are getting up there, too. Like, they might be a they team. They have Beasley and Switz. Yeah. That's a good point. And that's from uh, Richard underscore Royal. This dude submits just the tip questions, draft on draft questions every week. Got to give him a solid shout out. We've talked about doing a listener of the month certificates. I got Ooh. a feeling that uh, Richard's going to be one of the re- recipients. He's probably my vote because honestly, every week the dude has some solid just last week, this week for draft on draft. He sent in like four questions and Kennedy was like, <laughs> man, uh, we can answer all these. He did a great job. All right. Next one uh, from your boy at your favorite Cox COX. Yeah. And we got him on there. Uh, I think last week too. Yeah. Which, he's at the bar. He wants to know which girl should I try to get the number from? Smoking hot ten, drinking ex- expensive wine at the bar, or a solid five, drinking what he thinks is a natty draft. Well, this is where you and I would game plan this very differently. I'm going <laughs> after the ten drinking wine because I, I like wine. Okay, we're not totally different because I say what time of night is it? Ooh. How much time do you have? Because the ten is going to take you some work. I don't know what you're working with. Uh, your favorite cock. So, you know what? Just <laughs> you do know what you're working with. <laughs> uh, so, if you're early in the night, buy her a couple more glasses of that expensive wine, and you might go home with a 10. The five worries me. If it's 130, yeah. But also, if she's going to keep drinking that natty light, I've seen what that can do to a body, and that five is going to turn into a three real quick. <laughs> yeah, trust us on this. Yeah. So, yeah. You also got to know Case what you're looking right for. Here. Yeah. Is this a one timer? <laughs> what kind of bar is it, too? If it's yeah. like a sports bar and she's pounding natties, so many variables. Then you just propose. I would. I mean, we saw that. And then get some, like, I know we, we're not sponsored by any of those meal planning services, but get one where it's like, oh, it's like it's healthy Hello food fresh. we can cook together and you're not going to put on your natty 25 or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And uh, last one here from another great listener, Antha Oreo. He just finished watching The Office. He's already seen Parks and Rec a bunch of times. What does he watch now? Start him over? I don't know. That's, that's what I, I do that I've, all the time. I just start, I've never gone all the way through Parks and Rec. I'm doing it now. And Yeah, same with me. I'm doing it every once in a while. Uh, Seinfeld is one of my all-time favorites. Hopefully, you've already seen that, too. Ooh, I have one. You're the worst on FXX. So good. It's a show. I'm the only one in the group that's watched yeah, it. I've never, I've never it's seen it. It's fucking hilarious. I'll throw out another it's, one. Go ahead. R-rated compared to those. It's NC-17 compared to those. So if you can handle while you're listening to this podcast, you can obviously, (laughs) yeah, you'll like it. I'll I'll check it out too. The one for me was uh, our boy Jake Johnson, who's on like episode number two. New Girl is great. It's kind of like a romantic comedy. There's a lot of, you know, 
If you like The Office, you'll probably like New Girl a lot. Yeah, I love those characters, too. They're some of the best. It's quirkier, I think. For sure, but Zoe Deschanel is so hot. You think? Yeah. I think America thinks. Ah, I liked her in Elf a lot better than... I liked her in everything. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. she's She has a beautiful voice, and that helps. And eyes. Asian. Yeah, she has a nice eyes. She's hot. If you're Someone told me, me this hot. once. I'm going to ruin New Girl for everyone. Ready? <laughs> Spoiler alert. Are you ready? If you look, though, her glasses don't have lenses in them. Oh, that's all Hollywood, though. I'm just... I've <laughs> just saying. Just the tip. If you yeah. look for that, you're not going to like it. But that's the show that I'm probably going with. Yeah, New Girl. New Girl's a great one. I, I do yeah. think everyone should check out You're the Worst because it, it's great. Can we tell just the tip success story, though? To, to our yes. last one, let's talk about it. Our buddy at Tyler underscore J underscore Warden asked a question a couple weeks ago about a long-distance relationship where he's in Manhattan, I think, and she's in Arizona, and it's like when they're together, they're together, and it's great, but what do you do? This just the tip may or may not have ended a relationship as it well. It definitely ended one, but it wasn't his. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so we got, some, we got some feedback today. He told us he would keep us updated. He shot me a text and just let me know that the update on this is they came to an agreement. When he, they're in town, they're together. And when they're not in town, they're not together. And so he wanted to thank the Stick to Football Boys for his indefinite hall pass. And he's buying us beers in New York next time we're there. That's... And that was my advice. If you can get it for you stuff, do it. Yeah, when I, you're there, I you're there. With when you. you're not, you're not. Exactly. Not if everybody's she's down okay for with it. it. Yeah. If but, she's cool with it. Yeah. You're two adults. Be honest with each other. If she's down for it, don't leave that situation ever because it's gold. I hope that there's a time in the future where we are the best men at Tyler's wedding. To this lady. Yeah. Hopefully. I mean, we are trying to get those wedding we invites. We got invited to a bachelor party in Austin. I forgot I to tell saw you. that, I, yeah. I don't know if you saw that one. So definitely going to make that one happen. Mello and I are available to come to your bachelor parties. Cole um, works at a golf course, so maybe not in the spring and summer on the weekends. But the rest of the time, if you want to be one of those people who gets married in the fall or winter, he's available. I feel like Dan and Mitch are probably out thanks to significant others. <laughs> but Mello and I would definitely suit up and come to your wedding uh, he looks better in It'd tan. Be I look better show. in blue. So. It'd be a shit show. Yeah, we did get one invite, and I asked the dude for a bridal party picture, and he was like, eh, yeah. there's free we'll beer. There's we'll free see. beer. I think that's our show for the week, man. Quick and dirty, because it's just me and you and no Dan, but a lot of fun. Uh, we have, so speaking, Dan's not here, actually. Thank you for reminding me. We were promised. This is a, a tradition. When you're not here, we tell embarrassing stories about you. When I was in Alaska, you guys did it. Um, I, I don't think we've done it for Connor yet. We did it for you when you were out once on Stick Football Friday. Yeah. When you were at Disney. We need to hit Connor with one. That'd be great. We do. I don't know very many Connor stories, but I, have, I, I got yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, I got, I got a great one. So yeah. we need to do this next week, maybe. <laughs> we'll make sure he's okay with it. So my most embarrassing Dan story is when we were younger, we were at a restaurant and we had a really cute waitress. Dan's not good with waitresses anyway. No, not all. Even like. now, which is probably like 13 years after the fact of this story. Yes. He tries to be, like, funny, and they just think he's a dick. It doesn't come <laughs> across very well. So yeah. he, like, does the middle school boy thing where he's going to, like, kind of tease you, and it's not receptive. Yeah, it's like, they oh, don't. pull your hair. Like, <laughs> they hate it. <laughs> snap your bra. They're like, fuck you, man. Um, so we were at a restaurant, and the, the waitress was cute. And we're three single guys. We're young. We're in our early 20s. And so we go to... You know, everybody's placing their order, and Dan's so flustered. She's like, what would you guys like to drink? And I, you know, uh, let me get a Dr. Pepper. Let me get a tea. It comes around to Dan, and he says, ketchup. Yes. <laughs> and everything went silent. I remember it like it was yesterday. 
I order, you order, Dan turns to her and says, uh, ketchup. Uh, and she just looked at him like, this dumbass wants <laughs> ketchup? Am I, did I miss something? What's going on here? Oh, my God. Dan's a ladies' man. <laughs> He's a waitress' man. <laughs> yeah, yes, he is. Mine uh, also happened Dan a while being a back. ladies' man. <laughs> yeah, again, Dan being a ladies' man. Uh, we went out, maybe had too many to drink. We're on the dance floor. Uh, just random things happen. You know, you kind of don't recall everything that happened the night before. But I remember waking up the next day. We got a hotel, and we were going over the things that had happened. Like, oh, my God, I can't believe I did this. And, oh, man, you did this. And then Dan just gets stone-cold faced and goes, I think I showed a girl my scar. (laughs) And I said, yes, you did. I remember it because I was standing right next to him. Dan is talking to this girl, and the next thing you know, he goes, do you want to see my scar? Well, the funny thing about Dan's scar is homeboy had his spleen removed. Yeah, it's not on his arm. Like an eight-inch scar that goes up his abdomen. So in a crowded bar while Dan's drunk off his ass, he pulls up his shirt and shows this chick his scar. Just the tip, don't do that. On his abdomen. Don't do it. It did not work out for our boy Dan. If I remember right, her friend came with me and was like, your buddy's showing people his scar. (laughs) I'm surprised we didn't get kicked out. I got her number, though, so it worked. Yeah, wingman of the year. There we go. Thanks, Dan. Appreciate it. All right, that is our show. Make sure you're following Stick to Football on Twitter, on Instagram. Connor's been going live a couple times a week after answering your draft questions. Tons of fun on there. Uh, And if you want to get this show twice a week, every Wednesday, every Friday morning, go to Apple Podcast, download it, subscribe. A five-star review wouldn't hurt my feelings. No, I'd like it. A review wouldn't hurt my feelings. I'd be okay with that. That could be your Valentine's Day present to me. Oh, and by the way, we have stick to football koozies and stickers to give out randomly. So just leave a great review that uh, will inspire us to send you some stuff and we'll contact you. Uh, For Mello and for Dan, hopefully he's feeling better and, and can be back with us next week. That's our show. Thanks. 